The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. How's it going today, Albert? It's going well, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. I have a great question for you today. Okay. So my neighbor is so loud and disrespectful. What can the landlord do about that? Oof. I mean, you're first, I think you're asking like, how do I get my neighbor to... Um, make less noise so I could live, you know, peacefully in my home, right? Um, is that the question you're asking? That's the question. Right. So I think it depends actually where the neighbor is in the relative to you, um, in the building, how many people are in the building with you. Um, and I think you know, everyone who's lived anywhere has had a situation where someone was being too loud or not respectful of their, you know, quiet enjoyment. So that's an official term, uh, quiet enjoyment. It's like uh, when you sign your lease, you're entitled to, you know, quiet enjoyment. Basically, you know, being in your in your own home and, you know, it being uh, normally quiet. Obviously, according to the the law, there are some hours where, you know, you're not supposed to, you could have uh, loud music or whatever up to a certain uh, decibel level. And uh, beyond that time, it's it's not allowed, right? So um, you have the law that which you should look up in your municip- municipality with for what's allowed and what's not allowed. Does that make sense? I mean- It does. On a, sorry, when I say that, does that make sense? We meaning- what I want you to think about when you're asking the question is I'm, th- I'm, I'm going to take you through like a systematic way of thinking about the, the questions, the answers so that we could prepare and answer it most effectively. And you could for yourself, like ultimately in these, in these, with this podcast is what we want to do is make sure that people know how to think through and have the tools to deal with these things most effectively for themselves, right? Um, So someone's making noise around you and it's not you and it's not coming from your home, right? And obviously these uh, rules go for you in the same way they go for the person that's making the noise, right? So, you know, so it's important to know um, in your local municipality, like what's, uh, what's an acceptable level of noise and what hours, things like that. So we're assuming that your question is coming from a a place where you're saying, oh, you know, someone's outside of the acceptable noise and it's becoming a nuisance, right? So, and these are different things. Like first, the first thing that I would do as a neighbor would be to reach out to the neighbor and to let them know, hey, um, I'm here. I'm Melissa, right? 
you know, I'm, I'm doing this and this, and I just wanted you to know I can hear you and it's disturbing me. Is there anything we could do about that? You know, and most often my experience is that takes care of it. People, you know, oh, they didn't know they were disturbing you, right? Oh, I didn't know I was disturbing you. I didn't know, oh, you can hear me. I didn't know you can hear me. Or, uh, oh, this is just a real celebration that we're having and it'll be over at such and such a time. Would that be okay if, you know, if if it went on for this such amount of time? So the first thing that I would do is neighbors have a conversation amongst themselves, right? That would be the first thing. Then, then you have a neighbor, let's say that for whatever reason, you know, is not listening to you. You can't get through to, okay. Obviously finding some other means of communication to communicate your situation effectively. It could be a letter, an email, a text, you know, if they, if you can't get through by phone, right? Making sure that these things are done. So, you know, what's going to happen is when you have an issue like this with your neighbor, you know, it just doesn't go to someone else immediately. First, you know, you say, look, you try to call the person, you can't get through. You try to, you know, you write them an email, you, you know, you go over there, you know, nothing, again, not confrontational. Just say, hey, by the way, I, I can hear you and I'm doing this thing. I'm studying for an exam. Uh, I have this big project that I'm working on at work. It's, it's, I, and I don't have anywhere to go and I have to do this here, whatever. Okay. Um, I just want you to know. So can you, can you turn it down for me? Or is there a time that we could agree on that works for you to do that? Okay. Um, so that's, that'd be the first thing I would do. Um, and then, and I think your question is really getting at what if I was really nice to the person and I went over there or I called them and I, and they said, uh, screw you and I, I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. I think that's what you're saying. Exactly. Um, there's different situations, right? So one on the one thing I think you're bringing up, which a lot of people don't realize, and a lot of leases have this, is if it's coming from an apartment above you, uh, which happens often, is that the apartments usually have to be covered in 80% carpet. Many people don't know that, and a lot of leases do say that it's up to the tenant to put carpeting. Right. So now it's either in your lease or you should check your lease that if you're, let's say someone gives you hardwood floors and you're above somebody or a tile or whatever, very often these leases say, oh, you're required to carpet the place up to 80%. Um, or someone is. Um, so that, you know, that would be a big mitigator of sound usually. Right. But realistically, a tenant, I don't think is going to put in carpet, right? Maybe yeah. area rugs. Well, no, no, I'm with you. Area rug. Right. So it's it's not, obviously, people, many residents who sign a lease, and they should you should read the lease when you sign it, It's it's it very often requires you as a tenant to carpet your apartment up to 80% of the floor area. So 
I, while wall-to-wall carpeting, you know, installing wall-to-wall carpeting is expensive and permanent, um, it helps with noise mitigation uh, um, a lot, but also area rugs do as well, and so does furniture, right? So that's something that, you know, you'll want to check. If the, if the issue is being escalated, you know, you'll want to make sure Check your own lease, obviously, as a reference would be, hey, I, I just wanted to check here. The person above me is making a lot of noise. I Aren't they supposed to have like carpeting? Um, it's not, you know, the tenant above you signed a lease with the landlord that says that they are supposed to have carpeting. You know, the landlord's job is to enforce that. So the landlord might notice the tenant accordingly, right? The landlord might also notice the tenant and say, listen, uh, the person below you is, or your neighbor is, um, complaining, and, and I, you know, has tried to communicate with you about keeping that down. Would you, you know, what was the situation? I just want you to be sensitive about that. Can you do that? You know, please. You know, and that's another. You know, I think also when people um, are communicated with by the landlord in writing, you know, that also helps um, with escalating the issue appropriately. And then, I, okay, so I went to sort of knowing the the laws. Uh, I think a lot of common sense comes into play here. Um, uh, some of, now I gave you some things that, uh, pieces of information about carpeting and uh, furnishing that most people don't know. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, um, I did not know that about the carpet. No, right? So I a lot of people don't realize that at least has that information in it already or or should. So that now and obviously you went to now you went to the landlord and you 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 asserted yourself there, right? Now another thing you have to do is obviously you could call the police. You know, you could say, "Hey, this is the, and you can look up the law, you know, you say, oh, this person is making uh, noise past this hour and it's above a certain, you know, the police will say if it's above a certain decibel level, they'll come and test it. And then, you know, that then they'll say, hey, to the person from the police, you know, please turn it down. So that's where it goes. It escalates. Um, um, does So that's sort of how I would take it. I would go pretty you know, understand the context is very important for all these things. Like what's going on? Is there a party? You know, also look, if you're a neighbor and people have parties and it's nice to be neighborly, it's nice to tell someone, by the way, I'm having people over, I'm having a celebration. It's going to be noisy from this time to this time. That's, I mean, you do the same thing to them. So um, it's a good practice to, you know, uh, be your, we're a community in the world, right? So we want to, you know, um, get along with our neighbors and communicate effectively with them to say, listen, I'm having a party. I understand you're having, it's totally fine. You're having a celebration, blowing off some steam, whatever, you know. Um, I just want you to know I'm doing this thing. It's a little disturbing for me. I'm filming a podcast, you know, <laughs> I need some quiet. Um, so those are uh, ways you could uh, start understanding uh, the situation. Um, so that's what I would do. Right. Because 
like the example I was thinking of was if you have a neighbor above you, five in the morning likes to wake up and just vacuums, they might not realize that you can hear it below them. So just communicating with them right up front, that's like a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there another time we could work out, um, you know, some situations that I've encountered, I've you know, I have a, a tenant, let's say, uh, you know, someone told me they have a tenant with um, maybe special needs and the, and the, 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 the child is making noise by banging on the floor or something like that. You know, that happens. So, you know, in that instance, you know, there's already making sure that there's carpet, right? What part of the day um, does that happen? What time? Um, uh, making sure that maybe there's some extra soundproofing that can be put in to mitigate uh, that um, uh, it's possible, you know. Um, so that would be something that, that the landlord would do or speak with a tenant that's causing the noise to do, um, if that couldn't be resolved, um, in some way. Absolutely. I would think if there's a pattern, if you have a musician in the building or something like that, you ask them numerous times, then you ask the landlord, then you would ask, call the police if it gets to that level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you'll find a place, a, a way to coexist, you know, um, everyone's got, uh, things they have to do for whatever reason. And, you know, it's, a. Uh, I find that the, the, the best way to resolve these issues is to address, you know, address them uh, straight up and say, listen, you know, I, I realize you have to practice or you have to do your thing. It's disturbing to me. Can we find out which times that these work so that I'm not doing my sleeping or whatever, you know. Right. Uh, But that's also one of the beautiful things and one of the reasons we all moved to New York is the hustle bustle of the city and it comes with these, you know, nuances. So Sometimes it does. And and it's a, you know, the question that you asked is a fairly common question, you know, Um, and it happens and it's hard. Um, Sometimes uh, neighbors don't always get along, you know, and as a landlord, tenants sometimes call me and say, oh, so-and-so, I'm not getting along with them and, and I don't like this person. And it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a difficult question because, you know, I have to sit them, I have to speak to them separately and I tell them, listen, you know, I can't make you get along, right? But, you know, you're neighbors and let's find a way to coexist because it'll be more pleasant for everybody if um, you don't have to be friends, you know? Um, we just have to find a way to be respectful of each other's uh, privacy and space and um, just the way someone wants to live. And, you know, it's a, it's it's important to communicate and have that. And I think um, to the extent we can have a, 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 a good dialogue about it, um, usually most of these problems get solved. And then if they can't and someone says, you know, they don't listen, you know, then the landlord can um, take it, certainly take the matter to court where, you know, the one tenant is um, interrupting the quiet enjoyment of the other tenants. Um, And that's happened too, where, you know, someone just decides without regard, you know, for any, any of the other people, 
um, you know, then that person becomes a problem. So um, the, the landlord would then have to take a legal, legal action, you know, after again, having, and I would, I would give the landlord similar advice, go talk to the person, make sure you, you know, you're communicating effectively, appeal to them on a human level. And then, you know, obviously if they're going to be belligerent or not communicative and just continue to do that, you know, it's uh, obviously called law, you know, things like that. So those are, that's, that's how I would handle that situation. Right. All right. That was, that was really informative. That was really great. Thank you so much. I think the carpeting is a huge takeaway and just the steps of action that you really laid it out there. So thank you. I really appreciate that. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.